When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thursday night, the Magpies get it done. 60 points to 53 against the Demons. 74-68 last night. Some controversy in the match between Carlton and the Sydney Swans. Let's welcome Gary Birkinshaw, a.k.a. the Guru. Good morning, mate. Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? Yeah, we're well. And I've just got to say, both games, the winners, Collingwood and also Carlton, just holding on in the dying stages and some wayward kicking, costing both the Melbourne Demons, and also the Sydney Swans. Yeah, yeah. look, you're right there, there guys. And um, I think when it comes to the big games, you know, it's the big moments that matter. And goal kicking is one of those big moments. And during the home and away season, you might miss a couple of goals, and it doesn't mean so much. But I think you'll find both Melbourne and the Swans, especially after halftime, they just dominated the play, dominated possession. They couldn't put it on the scoreboard. And some easy shots missed. And at the end of the day, you get beat by a goal. And uh, you look back at where you lost the game, and I think you can probably sum it up just there. Oh, I tell you, can you believe Melbourne have kicked out on the full, I think, on three occasions? Players that would normally hit the target. You know what? I've got to say, Steve, I, I, I was watching the highlights this morning and, and saw with the Swans as well um, uh, and uh, the Demons. I haven't seen as many missed kicks or poor shots at goal in recent... Again, I, not that I watch a lot of AFL, but I was actually surprised to see whether it was pressure, whether it was the conditions, I don't know, but it just seemed to be a lot of really missed opportunities from poor kicking. Let's see what the guru says. He was a spearhead back in his playing days. And, you know, there's a fair bit of rain in Melbourne through the week. I think top temperature yesterday was 12 degrees and wet and windy. What were your thoughts, Gary? Yeah, look, I know I know. before the Thursday night game, it rained pretty heavily for two hours beforehand. So I made the conditions slippery, but, uh, you know, it was fine during the game. And yesterday it was cold, obviously, in Melbourne, but... I just think the pressure comes into it. Like, you see someone in the Melbourne game, someone like Bailey Fritz, who's a, a champion goal kicker and probably one of their, the best sharpshooters that Melbourne have got. And in that last quarter, he nearly missed his foot from a, from a set shot that went 45 degrees out of bounds on the full. And, yeah. You know, so, so there's a pressure of the moment as well. And I think there's another pivotal moment in the Melbourne game was Bailey Fritz gets a free kick 25 metres out effectively right in front of goal. They opt to take the advantage out towards the pocket, snap oh. it towards goal and miss, miss the behind. So mm. it's the pressure that does these little things to you. And more, more than any girls, guys, you know, it's the scoreboard pressure. When you're coming from behind and all of a sudden the goal kicks, you need to kick the goal. And, you know, some people can stand up really well and some people probably, you know, at that moment weren't able to execute. I sent Gary a text on Thursday night. Melbourne had 69 inside 50s. To Collingwood, I think it was 37. So they should have won the football game. I think Bobby Hill was named best on ground by the commentators on Thursday night. Three goals. I I thought Max Gorn was the best player on the field, in my opinion. I'd like to get yours, Gary. And Petrarca, after a slow start, was just rolling in that last quarter. But they get a second chance. Uh, What were your thoughts, Gaz? Yeah, look, I thought Max Gorn was outstanding. I also thought Petrarca was, was, was very, very good. But it's interesting that you talk about uh, the inside 50. So I reckon it's a, it's a, it can be a misleading stat. You look at the inside 50 that, that come in there, but 
I go back to Melbourne, the way they kicked the ball, their inside 50s were just bombing it to 20, 30 metres out from goal. I wouldn't say that when they went forward, they had a lot of structure about how they went forward. It was just kicking it, and, and Collingwood were able to get players back in defence and you know, the number of intercept marks. And even last night with the Swans, when the pressure was on, they were just going long as well. And, and you know, the opposition had plenty of players back there. So, But in relation to the best players, I thought Gorm was good. I thought Petrarca was very, very good also for, for Melbourne. But, um, you know, Collingwood got off to, to the flying start. Yeah, Bobby Hill certainly did that, kicked the first two goals of the game, and, you know, they weren't able to peg him back. I, I don't think that, that Melbourne got in front at all during the course of the game. Hey, Gaz, Butes wants to talk about the hot topic, and yesterday I was listening to Julian De Stoop on SEN in Melbourne, and every single caller had their opinion. Take it away, Butes. Yeah, the, the hit by Braden Maynard on Angus Brayshaw. Obviously, you know, it just looked like a footy incident, but clearly the contact, he, you know, as he, he was gone as he hit the deck. Like, he, he obviously hit him in a sweet spot. Um, and he just turned his body in terms of, you know, trying to charge a ball down or, or kick the ball. And it looked completely football-like for mine, incidental. But uh, how do you see that playing out, Gaz? Oh, this is going to be a very interesting one, Butes, because you're dead right. It was a football incident, but a couple of things yeah, that you need to probably we need to take into consideration is that one, he left the ground, so he's actually yes. jumped up in the air. I know he was trying to smother, but he actually did did jump up the ground, and he actually did hit him with his shoulder to the to the chin. So at the last minute, he's braced, but Andrew Angus Brayshaw did not have the chance to break because he was still in a kicking motion. So it's some it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how they judge who has the duty of care. And um, uh, look, and I, I, obviously, I, I thought, to me, it was, a, it was a football incident. Don't get me wrong there. People are going to yep. get, get hurt in, in football games. It, there was no malice in it whatsoever. But in this day and age, he could be in trouble. This is the thing that concerns me, because we're going to look at the injury sustained to the player, right, as opposed to the incident and how that played out. And, and one of the golden rules that we used at the match review committee was, was the was the player careless, reckless, or intentional in terms of his actions? Or is the actions incidental or accidental? The I've thought long and hard about this, and what Maynard did, Gaz, is exactly what I would have done in my playing days. I would have braced for the contact, and I would have hit the opposing player. And... Yeah, there's maybe a badge of honour that you've put on a big hit and you've put your body on the line. But I think nowadays, I think that Maynard had to, once he realised that he was falling and was going to hit, I think he had to change from a bump and open the hands out so that he doesn't... And this is about duty of care. Yeah, yeah. So I I think in that split second when he realises there's going to be a big collision, he's got to change from going for a bump where he puts his shoulder into the player where he opens his hands out and he hits hits the player with open palms. Yep, yep. I, I agree with you there, Steve, because there's been numerous instances this year where players have been suspended in a in similar situation. Not that, but two players going for the ball. One player realises at the last minute he's not going to get there first, so he then braces, makes contact with the shoulder to, to the head, and they've been suspended for, for actually for three weeks. So there's been mm. a number of instances like that. And I agree with you, Steve, is that... At the end of the day, when he realised that he could not get to the ball, and he because at the time he had he had the arms out, he went to smother the ball, so he actually had the arms up and out. And at the last minute, as you do, it's a natural natural instinct is you protect yourself. So he's braced himself, but the trouble is when he's braced himself, he's hit Angus Brayshaw in the head, knocked him out, 
Angus Brayshaw didn't have that same opportunity to protect himself because he was just finishing his kicking motion. Yeah, it's going to be massive how it plays out. I tell you, you've got to be proud of the Sydney Swans. Like, what a culture they've got and what a game Goulden had last night. I didn't realise just how good he is, but he's All-Australian this year. Yeah, they fought all the way to the end and we got a new segment called Muppets. I wonder if the goal review technology, I wonder if that whole group of Muppets, because I'm not sure there was a fingernail on that footy that was ruled a goal, uh, that was ruled a, a behind to the Sydney Swans. And John Longmire spoke about that in his post-match press, press conference. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'll go on the other way. I'm not sure that you could say that uh, categorically that he didn't touch it either. The goal umpire was two moves away. He, he called as being, as being touched. And I think, we keep in mind, you know, the Swans did get in the finals on the back of a controversial uh, uh, goal umpiring decision against the Adelaide Crows. So it goes both ways. But the, match, the, the, goal, the whole review system is poor, and it's the same... But, it's the same as whether it be cricket, whether it be rugby league, whether it be AFL. Is it the technology is not good enough to support what we want it to support, but it was introduced to to make sure to eliminate the howlers. I don't think last night was an actual howler. It could have been controversial. There's no doubt about that. Because if the goal umpire signals that as a goal, that is signal a goal, and that's and that to me is the trouble that we have with it. When you can still have both options depending on one person's decision and he wasn't sure so he sent it upstairs so how can we rely on on on, on that hearsay when when he wasn't sure because he actually made the call to send it the review but yeah they had plenty of chances to win the game though in, in you know they were good er, errol gould and as you said was fantastic he is just a magnificent player and the season that he's had it, it was exceptional but the other one i thought who made a real difference for the swans and he's been a real stalwart for them was, was luke parker you know, he went up mm. forward there and he just really turned the game with his you know, with his attack on the football, and all of a sudden that they really looked more dangerous up forward with, with him being up there. Yeah, I looked at John Longmire's comments after the game, and he said, I think Sydney are maybe three years younger on average than the Collingwood side, so there's a lot to look forward to with the Sydney Swans. Uh, just one more thing about that goal technology. Like, what about how pixelated the footy is? Like, in this day and age, it looks like it's about 10 kilobytes. And uh, it's like you put on Buttes if he was walking down the beach, like, uh, in, yes, correct. in his, in his mankini. Yeah, correct. Yeah, we've got to get better technology. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Hey, uh, we've got to go to a break. Stay with us, Guru. Uh, we'll talk about local AFL as well. And we've got this new segment called The Muppets. I want to find out who you think a Muppet is. Let's go back to Gary Birkinshaw, the guru. Gary, uh, Hunter Central Coast AFL, Kalani Vale bow out last week, the reigning premiers, they went down to Cardiff. That means Cardiff take on Terrigal Avoca today. So, Scotty, you're some part of that team. He's a fantastic player. And they lost last week, surprisingly, to Newcastle City, who've gone straight through to the grand final. Yeah, look, it wasn't a bad game of football in the, the major semi-final last week, and, and terrible. They got off to a fly. Kicked four goals in the first seven minutes. We thought, well, this could be could be a bit one-sided. But uh, full credit to Newcastle City. They actually got the game back on their terms and turned into a real grind. And in the end, they were able to get away with probably a convincing win. In the end, it might not look like that on the scoreboard, but in the general run of play, they, they really controlled the game, especially after half time. And for Terrigal of Oka, they get a second chance, and they come out with some some pretty. Uh, Nasty injuries out of that. So a couple of those players, uh, Harrison Pitt and uh, Ethan Williams, are playing today, but they're certainly going to be uh, a bit underdone, I would have thought. And they'll come up against a, a Cardiff side who are 
been pretty slick all year, and uh, they took care of Kalanivar uh, last week uh, pretty comfortably as well by 60 points. So Kalanivar, uh, they certainly bowed out. They defended their premiership pretty well, but just wasn't to be this year. And they had a couple of massive players out. I think Rick White and Josh Mifsud, did they both miss last week? Yeah, Josh Mifsud hurt his, uh, hurt his knee in the, um, in the elimination final the week before, and uh, so he was out. He wouldn't have played any further part in the finals. But uh, Rick White, he had to withdraw through work commitment, so the, their two main midfielders were, were missing. Mm. So uh, it was certainly a, an uphill battle to start with, and uh, they, they were no match for, for Cardiff, who were, were very good. It's a massive at a local level where you lose a legend of the club because of work commitments, isn't it? But uh, that's local sport, isn't it? And Kalani Vale up against Cardiff as well in the women. Newcastle awaiting the winner. And that's the first loss for the Kalani Vale women so far. So I bumped into one of their coaches this week who said they just need a little more physicality. But as a running team, they're fantastic to watch. Hey, guys, we've got a new segment. I'm not sure if you know any Muppets, but let's roll in our intro. Here we go. It's time to put on makeup. It's time to dress up right. It's time to raise the curtain on the Muppet Show tonight. Why do we always come here? I guess we'll never know. It's like a kind of torture to have to watch the show. All right, we might jump in there. So it's the Muppets. We know we know how it works. How many good memories does that bring back? Oh, sure does. Very good. Okay, I might go first here go because first. I was running slightly late this morning and I needed to fill the car as well, so I had the uh, I had the petrol light flashing. Mm-hmm. And why is it when you're always running late? So I'm in a 60 zone. The car in front of me is doing 50. <laughs> of course Absolute is. Muppet <laughs> in front of me doing 50 in a 60 zone. Yeah, I'm with you. Let's roll it in again, Adam. It's the Muppet job. Okay, Butes, have you, have you got a Muppet for us? I have got a Muppet. I'm not going to name names, but there is a <laughs> prominent CEO of a NRL club who oh. decided to end his speech on a, at the awards night with the following quote. A good speech should be like a woman's skirt. Long enough to cover the subject, but short enough to keep you interested. You Muppet, oh. in this day and age, you cannot say that stuff. You, can, can, you, can you imagine what the room was like? <laughs> it was deadly silent. It went down like a lead balloon. Like, yeah. seriously, what are you thinking? I've, uh, I've heard women use that line, and I think it's okay from a woman. From an elderly gentleman who's the chief executive officer? Yeah. Maybe not. I, Maybe he's in the Muppet category. Play the music. Uh, <laughs> it's the Muppet job. <laughs> uh, Valentine Holmes, our uh, technician ex- extraordinaire. I'm going to keep it in the CEO for him. A certain CEO <laughs> of a certain national airline car- carrier oh. <laughs> pretty much leaving the house when it's on fire, uh, I guess you could say, and uh, leaving it all for someone else to clean up during yeah. the week. Uh, yes, he, he left a couple of days, a couple of months earlier than expected. And yeah, he's. Uh, what yeah. I liked about when he left, they've recorded <laughs> their biggest. Uh, profit ever. So he's looking like a genius. He's, he's looking like a genius. Yeah. But then all of a sudden he's going to get... Uh, all right. All, everything's going on, it's... Uh, yeah, that might not be lasting very long. Quickly roll it in. It's the Muppet job. 
Gaz, Gaz, have you got a? Uh, have you got one quickly? Yeah, love to be controversial. The so-called expert, or they are experts, no doubt about that, who think it's going to be a good idea to ban contact sport for all players, all sports for under the age of fourteen. Oh, uh, Muppets! Okay, roll it in. Roll it in. That's the Muppet job. Okay, yeah, I've, I've got one. Yeah, you've got, I've got one too. Yeah, go, you let, go me, again. let me do it quickly. So, uh, Butes, you brought it to our attention, the Spanish football, and old mate who's planted a kiss, yeah. planted a kiss on the young lady who just won the FIFA Women's World Cup, then a few moments later had one of the players over his shoulder, like uh, on the Sydney Olympic Park turf. Now they've boned their head coach. I'm calling them Muppets. And uh, I think we roll it in again for Spanish football. It's the Muppet job. I'm going with... I love this. We can go all day. <laughs> all day yeah. I'm going with um, the South Sydney Rabbitohs recruitment officer who let the number seven from the Brisbane Broncos go. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, he's playing preliminary finals in two weeks' time and the uh, Bunnies didn't even make the uh, finals this year. Yeah, let's hear it again. I think, I think he hit it. He's never been busier. <laughs> yeah, I think Adam's got RSI. <laughs> hey, uh, Gary Birkinshaw, thanks for joining us. We're off to the news, mate, and I uh, love having you on the show. Go on, you guys. Have a great day.